0: and welcome to episode 195 of no crying in baseball the it's derby day where's my mint julep episode my name's patty i'm back by the way and i'm here with my friend potty mouth hi potty mouth welcome back it's good to see you again i missed you in guys this blue room yeah i missed you guys hey a big thanks to our friend blake for filling in for me last week i got to listen to the episode on my way home from being cut off from the world and it made me feel good to know that everything was in good hands thanks blake very capable guy Hey, you know, you know what I found when I was on vacation? What did you find? There is an independent league not too far, the place not too far from where our little lake house was in the Adirondacks. And they were called the Tupper Lake River Pigs. And they have a really angry pig logo, which is like almost the equivalent of the Akron Rubber Duck's angry duck logo. And we, we had plans to go, but then the skies opened because it did rain for most of my vacation. But that's okay, because it was still uh. <laughs> great. So there were no river pigs for me, but next time. River is, pigs.
1: So, is that because the pigs go in the river, or there are pigs next? Like, what's the connection
0: between the river and the pigs? See, is what these I'm trying to understand. are the questions I was hoping to solve by actually attending the game and dropping all of my my expendable dollars, all of my extra cash on on pig gear, and getting the answers to why why pigs, but. As it turns out, we don't even care why the pigs. We just wanted the pigs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I might find out about some ducks to go with those pigs. Yeah. And that is the Down East Wood Ducks, which I also don't know anything about. And I don't know if a wood duck is actually a breed of duck. Do ducks have breeds? Yes, of, and, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. you
0: got your mallard ducks. you got your not mallard ducks. You've got your wood ducks, You're, apparently. Well, apparently. And well, they hang out
1: Down dust. East. <laughs> as does my buddy from the guy that I adopted last year from Adopt-A-M minor league player, who I affectionately call my godson now, and he calls me madrina, and we've been communicating because he's been at the alternate, alternate, alternate site, not alternative, right? Alternate site. I've been in school. That's with all long. the emo
0: music and stuff, mm-hmm. and then
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been at that alt site, alt site in Arizona and he just got sent to North Carolina which is drivable oh it is Feel so trip. I will I'm very excited the problem is he's well not a problem except for, for me that he's a pitcher so it's like you don't know when they play it's like your you're guy who's living in your house like I haven't
0: seen him pitch yet for the T-bolts because but you know what his dad did because the coach told them if you've got somebody coming in from out of town let us know oh. and we'll make sure that you pitch so maybe that'll work for your godson
1: yeah so that's that's Eddie's. I should tell him, check with the coach and see what he says, because right? yep, I'd, I'd love to right. go down east or even better over straight east to see them when they play the Delmarva Shorebirds. Oh, that'd be good. Australia.
0: Yeah, I'm in for either of those road trips. Cause I always invite myself along on your road trips. It works. woo On today's show, hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on. So we've got our all-star news about the, the reserves, the subs, and it is in fact Derby Day, so we've got predictions, which we think will be hilarious because you'll already know who won by the time you hear this. We have got Police Blotter, because we always have Police Blotter, so you know who is going to star in that one. But also, big news and thanks to the housekeeping staff of the hotel in Denver. We've got Mas Kike, because you can't have enough Kike. And if your boyfriend's not vexed, you're going to be in trouble. Potty Mouth has an answer for your pitching problems. We've got the Futures Game Takeaways. We've got International Baseball. And we're going to end with a little bit of Rated R. We're going to answer everything today. We this sure is some are. key information here. So, um, if I heard the uh, last week's podcast correctly, you and Blake went over the starting lineup for yes, for the for the um, All-Star game. The, the guys who were picked as starters and you had some some notif- noticeable notable. That's it, notable. I had just started the Bears. So this is not enough beer. Notable exceptions, people who are missing and that got made up for a little bit. We're going to talk about um, our boyfriends who made the reserve list. But first, I want to clear something up about Mike Trout. You noted that Mike Trout is not going to be a boyfriend for me. But I wanted to make sure that everyone knows he's not on the never going to be a boyfriend list. Mm -hmm. Right? He has done nothing that we know about that would ever, ever, ever put him on the never going to be a boyfriend list. It's just that my standards for who I want to have a (laughs) beer with. I mean, Mike Trout is incredible to watch. But... As Potty Mouth mentioned on the show, I don't want to talk about weather o- over my beer. And I don't know that Mike Trout and I would have much in common to chat about. So that's why I would say he would not be a pick for boyfriend. It's not a never going to be a boyfriend thing. Please don't worry about that.
1: I I, th- I think that's understandable. And if there's anybody joining us for the first time and you're confused by this term boyfriend, we, we're we not Where actually, have you been? Yeah. Where have you been? Really, go, Welcome. go, listen. Welcome. And then go, <laughs> go brush up on our boyfriend situation. What we do in the off season, you got to check out our off season episodes we choose one guy per team because they're that guy you want to have a beer with and apparently Mike Trout is not that guy that we want to have a beer with. We do like to pick guys that also have baseball skills, mad skills even, because we do a fantasy team out of our boyfriend picks at the end of the season. But we've been doing this for four or five seasons. It depends on how you count. 2020 is the first Math is hard, man. Math is hard. Yeah. So there's a lot of boyfriend talk going on. And we're just going to start talking about the boyfriends with the skills who made that reserve vote.
0: Sure enough. So I'm going to just go through um, these boyfriends. So the reserves, and I think I've got some of the subs in there. I'm not going to necessarily note who has decided they're not going to play or who cannot play because of injury. I'm just going out and do a quick little boyfriend overview. Um, first base we split. Um, Potty Mouth's got Max Muncy. I have Matt Olson. Mm-hmm. Uh, second base. So some of these have more guys listed than others. And I think part of that is because of who may have dropped out. For various okay. reasons. So on second base, um, Potty Mouth has ho- um, Jose Altuve. I've got Jake Cronenworth, and Potty Mouth has Ozzy Al- Albies. Wow, I almost did it wrong. Yeah. I'm the one with the mnemonic. And yeah. you are the one who is coaching me on that. I know. What's on, what's on your report card? Albies. Thank you. Third base, we split Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland team and Chris Bryant, who um, Blake noted was a big oversight from the initial list. Shortstop, we got Tons of guys. Only one of them is mine. That would be Beau Bichette. Hey, and uh, Potty Mouth got Carlos Correa, Brandon Crawford, and Trey Turner. In the outfield, I've got Michael Brantley. And hooray, Cedric Mullins! And yeah, I just saw that Cedric hooray. Mullins is, is made the starting lineup. Oh, so wow. I am thrilled. Well, there was there was there was some upheaval in the upheaval in the outfield. I, I think that's a movie too, right? It's a famous baseball movie. People sure. in the outfield, and on the episode last week with a little bit of a split decision on Cedric. That's Mullins, right. Thank you for coming to his defense. I appreciate hey, that. Hey. That's not a thing for for the O's. And then um, Potty mm-hmm. Month, of course, has Joey Gallo, who we expect great things from in the mm-hmm. Derby. But you can let us know about that. And then Potty mm-hmm. Month, of course, has Mookie Betts and Juan Soto, and Brian Reynolds. I mean, you've got a ton of people in the outfield.
1: This is hysterical, because, and I haven't added these up, but last week you had double the amount of boyfriends. And just to be super clear, this is all boyfriends since this podcast started so this is former present right yeah
0: right and then for dh i of course have nelson cruz which i just Uh, crack up you know because i don't believe in the dh but if i were to believe in the dh i absolutely 100 percent believe in nelson cruz he's
1: such a good guy and he's got so many boyfriend qualities so like you know one thing we look for especially patty does is this sort of good do-gooding kind of thing and nelson cruz does a lot of that giving back
0: we could talk philanthropy for hours over beer
1: yeah that's that's such a good beer conversation right So like Patty just said, some of these guys are not playing, including two of the main Astros. And this has sort of influenced our boyfriend decisions as well, because after the whole Astros hoo-ha, we decided to not... Take any new Astros boyfriends who were involved in that scandal and our ex-boyfriends. So they're not former. They're officially ex. We've cut them off. Uh, Jose Altuve. Well, actually, these guys are both mine. (laughs) Jose (laughs) Altuve and Carlos Correa were both ex-boyfriends for me, for the Astros have decided to sit out the all-star game. And of course, everybody who's watching from the outside is thinking, well, who wants to spend their vacation getting booed? You know, I don't know, that's not a good way to spend your vacation. Of course, these guys had reasons beyond saying, I can't, you know, hang out with my peers because they think that I'm trash or I can't Get booed. Uh, Correa has a pregnant wife who we last saw when he proposed to her, like beautifully, at the end of the World Series in 2017. So apparently that's going well, and they are due to have a baby. And Jose Altuve is recovering from a leg injury. Uh, and I, I think he's okay he's not even on the i l or anything but he said that he's putting his team first and our our buddy role model the guy that we super admire on the astros now would be dusty baker who is not involved in any of this mess and we loved him from when he was on the nationals he's just he is a good guy he's backing his players and sure. you know That's really
0: right
1: when you look at this uh, i don't know there's that whole player versus management t- conversation discussion about who's culpable but He's backing them all the way. So, the, a lot of people have said that idea that, well, how can they be on a team with their peers from other teams who are going to think poorly of them for this, you know, the scandal? But also, they voted them in. So, these reserves get in because of peer voting. So, that's kind of an interesting. Situation that they, the, their peers. I guess you have to vote for some Astros, right? Because every team has to be represented. So maybe there is still that they didn't want to be with their I really peers. I want to make
0: a, an, a, a voter, um, a voter fraud joke, but I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> well, um. there you go. So who knows? I don't know. They're not they're not participating, but that leaves more room for the good guys. Uh, One of the subs announced is Yadir Molina, who was my first season, I think, boyfriend from the cards. And I know there's like a very anti-Molina camp and a very pro-Molina camp. And I am just pro. I just I like his character. I like his style. I like his old guy-ness that he's been around for a while. This is his 10th All-Star game. That's fucking incredible. I really, I am, I'm a pro yachting in the Hall of Fame vote at this point. Um, we have more subs coming in, so I, I like, you know, if if Altuve and van and those, and then there's the injured people who need to step aside. We've got some backup boyfriends who are ready to to jump in. Justin Turner I picked a couple years ago, but you know what? I think he's another ex. i got to cut him off for his COVID-spreading yep. stupidity. Yep, I, mean, I think so.
0: I think so. Not
1: boyfriend quality anymore. But, of course, Patty's got the key picks here with Tim Anderson and Whit Merrifield, who are just, you know, you can't doubt them. Um, and plus, you know, just guys that we like. Pitchers have a different category for us in this mm-hmm. show because we pick a flock of pitchers or a – uh, I don't
0: know what's another group word I, I, I tend to go with squad but I like flock flock just makes me happy <laughs> sure. it really does so if anybody has a good idea about what a group of pitchers
1: should be called feel free to contact us online we'll we'll let you know how later but a couple pitchers who I think are pretty cool are Max Scherzer who's just I don't you can't argue and he's got just, the start
0: he's getting the start for the National oh, League tonight yep. wow. yeah wow he is very cool yeah very cool
1: and I like Walker from the Mets. I like his spirit. I like his style. I think he's also a good sub to be coming in. Very well deserved.
0: Hey, so one guy who's not going to be there, who of course deserved to be there until Mm. tragedy happened, is Ronald Acuna Jr., my uh, former boyfriend from the Atlanta team, who suffered a season ending torn ACL on his right knee on Saturday. It was horrific because of course he was going for a great catch because he plays 100%. So Jazz Chisholm, who you know we're a fan of is the guy who hit that ball and he ended, oh, wow. so here's what happened I mean, it, because of the injury when um, Acuna fell badly trying to field this ball, Chisholm ended up with his very first inside the park home run uh, and he thought he said as he was rounding the bases, he thought Acuna was making the catch mm-hmm. and then he was like, oh cool, you know he was really excited that he scored and then he realized what had happened, he said this is not the way I want this, this uh, first to be so I mean, he, he understood, he he understood. However, the uh, apparently the Atlanta baseball team Twitter reacted, no, I'm sorry. The Miami, the Twitter? Miami Twitter, okay, reacted badly and really? yeah, and it was like, "Woo, this is what an inside the park home run looks like." I'm like, "Oh, oh no, no, no!" When no. you have a when you have a season ending injury, you don't go there. So they um they got their comeuppance. I'm just saying. But um, Acuna's got this great spirit, which again yeah. is one of our categories, right, for pick and boyfriends, who is like he's just determined he's going to get past us and come back better than ever. He said, if I was giving 500 percent before, I'm about to start giving a thousand percent. So we wish you well, Acuna Jr you're our guy. um, And we hope surgery goes well and um, swift, speedy recovery. We can't wait to watch you again soon.
1: Absolutely. And if anybody wants to take a deep dive into our Instagram, you will find a photo of Patty and I right next to arm and arm even with Ronald Acuña Jr. Yes.
0: That was a moment. That was also an All-Star moment. It that was. was when we volunteered for the All-Star game in Cleveland, land of my birth, and we got to meet Acuña Jr. and and some other folks. We have a lot of photos. So, so fun. it was pretty fun party at Napolis, for instance. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> we thought even though that you listeners will already know how the derby turned out, we would do some predictions just for grins, just for shits and giggles. So <laughs> I am still ticked that Okay, so uh, people have asked how did Players get seated. Yes, for, I asked for you that so, so when I say people, I mean and like, me. How do people get seated? And it was it's straight up number of home runs this okay. season. That makes number sense. number of home runs. So no one is close to Otani, and interestingly, uh, Soto. And Trevor's story are tied with 11. So I don't don't know how they did the seven and eight. So I'm a little ticked because... So they could have put Trevor's story with Otani. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Okay, so here's my guess there. Trevor's story is the hometown guy because they're playing in Denver. and Maybe they wanted to give him a fighting chance. That's fair. So, you know, Otani versus Soto, I don't know who goes first. I think whoever goes second has the advantage as we've learned in the past. So I think it's going to be Otani because I believe in math Um, I would love for it to be Soto. Um, Kevin Long, his pitching coach, who he's been close friends with for years, is the one who's going to be, you know, pitching to him. And they have this this relationship. They have this rhythm together. So it could be Soto, but I, you know, if you have smart money, your smart money is on Otani. Your, I want to make a bazillion dollars money is on Soto for this one.
1: Yeah, I got to say that for the, like the online bracket thing, when you had to, I I picked Soto just... For the fuck of it. But I agree with you. I think Otani is going to take it and people are going to
0: have a blast. He's just so cute. It's going to be fun. Yep. Yep. Can't wait to see it. Um, I'm picking Alonzo over over, over Salvi. I think Alonzo is going to feel like he needs to defend his title because that last one against Vladdy was a little weird because Vladdy hit like 437 home runs and Alonso had to hit like 10, you know, in order to to win. And so I think he might have a little chip on his shoulder that he needs to like defend his title.
1: Well, you know, this one is actually like a boyfriend to boyfriend matchup. So if anybody missed last week, uh, Patty and I have actually picked all but one of these derby candidates as baseball boyfriends, which means that we dig the long ball and you picked Alonso, and I picked Salvi, and geez, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna officially go down right now, and y'all might be laughing at me like crazy. I'm gonna predict
0: Salvi. All right, he's having a season. Sure, sure. Then we got the Gallo story um, matchup. Uh, Same. Mounts, uh, Joey Gallo to my Trevor story. I think Gallo's got this. I mean, he's just—he's a beast. He'll—I think he's got this. All right. Well, I'm gonna defend my guy too, so sure. I'll go with Gallo. So. This next one was like so Matt Olson and one of the welcome mats yeah I pick all the mats from the A's <laughs> over the years as boyfriends love Matt Olson Trey Mancini is the one that potty mouth mentioned we haven't picked as a boyfriend before even it's though he crazy. totally fits all the categories so who knows maybe he's a future boyfriend although I already have my O's boyfriend for next year picked out oh so I've maybe... had it picked out for two years so um I'm right,
1: I'm gonna go Mancini
0: yeah I'm I'm glad you are so um so I I think that Olson is gonna win this matchup but my heart would like Mancini to do it because he's Trey Mancini and because Baltimore yeah I will say Mancini I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with the heart all right so in the the next round um, if if my guesses are right it's Otani over Gallo Um, so but if my heart is right it's Soto over Gallo Mm -hmm. and then um, for the big winner my smart money's on Otani and my heart's with Soto yeah
1: all right I'll just sign off on that all right Sounds okay, good okay. to me. So I get the less fun part of the all-star situation, which is that uh, there's we're going to start the police bladder segment. This is usually Patty's deal. This is uh, you know folks that are on the wrong side of a law, the law, some kind of law, and a maid found sixteen long guns, some body body armor, and a thousand rounds of ammo. In a Denver hotel room, four guys have been arrested, and one suspect, one of the four, has posted on Facebook that he was going to go out in a big way. So it looks like they were there to shake things up in the crowd of the All Star Game, which is fucking terrifying. I mean, just that much uh, ammunition and gun power, powder power, power. In one place at this time. I mean,
0: and a maid happened to find it. God bless the housekeeping staff, man. I, she she should be throwing out the frickin' first pitch of the game, man. She needs some sort of honor because that she may right? have saved dozens of lives. Yeah. She may have saved dozens of lives by speaking up. And also, how stupid are these guys to leave stuff out, you know, and not put the um, do not disturb sign on the door. <laughs> So there's that. But yeah, yeah, so this room, apparently their balcony or their window, whatever, overlooked, you know, just the the streets where people were likely to congregate. And so um, the the guess is that it was more of that the the mass shooting into a crowd of people outside, not so much trying to sneak all of this stuff into Coors Field and shoot up the game. This was like, you know, where the crowd's going to be massing and we're just going to go for it.
1: That's so gross. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I haven't even looked at the news today. This is we're recording on Monday evening, and the last I saw was that that they had the names of the four guys that were strangely multicultural, which is not your typical mass shooter with two Hispanic surnames and one that to me looked Japanese or Pacific Islander. But who knows? They could have all been U.S. born. I don't know anything about the identities of these guys at this point, nor do I know anything about the motive. But one interesting comment that I saw somewhere on Twitter was, could this possibly be retribution for moving? I mean, this is like a crazy guy kind of thing. Retribution for moving the All-Star Game from Atlanta. Are people pissed off at the seemingly PC reasons for moving the All-Star Game because Atlanta is oppressive?
0: I don't know. I'm hoping we will know more soon, and I'm hoping this was it. I'm hoping this was...
1: That's the scary part. Yeah,
0: like, is there more? Uh, Is there more? I'm hoping not. I'm hoping not. Hey, so um, I missed the major rant. Thank you for calling me in so I could have a minor rant about the whole Trevor Bauer thing last weekend. So I'm just giving you an update. This is not a rant. This is These are just updates on facts. So Bauer had been put on a seven-day administrative leave. The, the commissioner's office extended that another seven days through July 15th. They cannot on their own extend it past that unless they get approval from the player's Union. The players' union in the past mm. has never denied that. Yeah. So if they feel like it's you know it's not just punitive, it's actually there's there's a reason we need more time to investigate or whatever. It's likely that the players' union would okay more, but that that would need to happen. So along those lines, the Dodgers cannot take action to suspend their pitcher because the league has jurisdiction over this. So the league right. could suspend Bauer. Or they could transfer this power to the Dodgers. I don't, don't think they would, um, but that's, so the Dodgers really, now their hands are tied. Now that yeah. this, this is happening, their hands are tied. It wouldn't have be before they could have just sat him and chose not to, which was part of the rant. Major League Baseball's investigation is separate from the police investigation. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before, which is actually good, because the judicial bar is fairly high. Right. But right. Major League Baseball's is not. So we have talked before about players who, um, like, charges may have been dropped in the legal system, but MLB's investigation went on and it did result in suspensions that if they were – if it was based on what the police investigation found, they wouldn't have been able to take any action at all.
1: Right, which is a really good thing. And just to sort of back up, for anybody who's been under a rock or missed last week,
0: this is Trevor Bowers. Yeah, we've got to say that, don't we?
1: Sexual sexual assault. uh, Two sexual assault uh, uh, accusations uh, by, by this woman who filed a restraining order. And as we have talked way too many fucking times about these sexual assault cases or domestic abuse, whatever it is, that that it's hard for a woman to press charges. It just is. You're going up against somebody with a shit ton of money and connections and reputation. Trevor Bauer is a Cy Young winner, and you get your reput- reputation raked through the mud, which is... Which just is happening. Yep, exactly what's going to happen to this right? woman. It's already So, happening. like, what yeah. you said, though, that that MLB has suspended people like... Herman
0: and uh, Aroldis Chapman, people who did not face, you know, criminal charges. Yep. 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 Um, on a side note, the things that the Dodgers can do, they are now doing, like um, the bobblehead night scheduled for, um, for August oh 19th God. was cancelled. Can you imagine what would have happened <laughs> with those bobbleheads? So that's canceled, and the Bauer merchandise has been removed from from their store, from MLB online shops, from all those things that the Dodgers or Major League Baseball can control officially. That merch has been removed. So they are finally stepping up pretty late, guys, but thank you right. for um, doing something.
1: Yeah, and you know, an interesting, weird, whatever, 21st century situation is a shit ton of, the, of his teammates – uh, unfriended him or whatever from instagram stopped following his instagram
0: so i've seen a couple posts where people have said oh he's never going to pitch in the major leagues again and then we very quickly can can just reel off a whole bunch of names of pitchers who have come back from suspension and have say pitched in world series games right for instance so i don't know that that's true unless he is in fact criminally charged and found guilty but if it's only mlb People always come back from that crap. They always do. Has anybody not?
1: I mean, right? Although this one, it's just so graphic. This one, and just that his peers, like, how how is he going to be able to face yep, anybody yep, at this point? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out.
0: Please tell us about a good guy.
1: All right, Mas Kike. So one of my original baseball boyfriends on this show is Kike Hernandez, who I picked, not knowing shit about him when he was on the Dodgers a couple of years ago because he's so funny. He's so funny. And then my dream came true, and the Red Sox, my team of birth, have adopted Kike Hernandez. And he had a slow start, but I have been, you know, the the Kike rooter for the, the whole time. And he is killing it with leadoff home runs. So there's Kyle Schwarber is the first in leadoff home runs with seven. Although that's going to slow down right now. And then, ironically, Jose Altuve has six. But Kike Hernandez has five as of Friday. Well, I guess that's going to be it when you guys hear this because he didn't have any more over the weekend. Five as of Friday, he got one off the Phillies. But what I think is interesting is for Kike. It's been in a crushed amount of time. I thought all five had been since June 27th, but I, I don't know. I looked at some—the Red Sox notes on Twitter said that it was four. I remember the, the, the one against Garrett Cole, which was the last game of the Yankee series— and, of course, that is such a good time to have a leadoff home run. <laughs> yeah. But since then, since that home run against Cole, Kike either has four or five, depending on who you trust, and the rest of the American League has three. So, yay, Kike.
0: Yay, Kike.
1: Kike also is not so happy that the Red Sox, and I think, it shit, I didn't write it down, I think it's the Yankees are playing the only teams who are playing on Thursday after the All-Star game. And so he said, I guess the other 28 teams need four days off and two teams don't. So, whatever. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I just want you to know that this delicious beer, which is a New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Juicy Hazy IPA, which yeah. is exactly what I need on a Monday after work, has given me the hiccups. So I'm <laughs> warning you that you may hear that, and this way we're, we're giving Potty Month permission to not edit out the hiccups, because okay. she's very particular, <laughs> and I don't want her to have I to am. edit for too long and cut into home run derby time. So if I hiccup, you leave it, because they've been warned. Right. I'll will turn on
1: i could get off my ass and run upstairs and get you some water
0: nope nope (laughs) i like it i like it hey so the covid report pisses me off this week so oh there's one (laughs) there's one pisses me off this week so much I have been um, keeping track about the teams who have reached the 85% vaccination threshold. And that has basically, um, that's plateaued. There are seven teams that didn't get there.
1: I can't fucking believe that. Seven teams not getting
0: to 85%. Well, potty mouth, it's personal choice. It wouldn't affect anybody else. Right. Unless, here we go, one of those teams is the Phillies. My boyfriend on the Phillies, Alec Bohm, I got two, he's on my fantasy team. And so I get alerts. And on Saturday, I got an alert about him hitting a home run against the, I don't know, was it the Red Sox? I think it was. (sighs) Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Quickly followed by another alert saying Alec Boehm has gone on the COVID-19 list. Right after the home run? Right after the home run. He was pulled in the eighth inning. Couldn't they pull him before the home run? Well, no, because I got, I got, I got some points for that, but, Uh, um, but, but no, I don't feel good about these points because he was pulled because he tested fricking positive for COVID. Now here's the thing. He exposed my Red Sox. He exposed his whole fricking team. So here's the difference, whether you're vaccinated or not, Mm -hmm. if you are vaccinated and you're asymptomatic, which he was, you're not going to get tested. He's unvaccinated and asymptomatic, so he got tested. So oh. he's now on the 10-day or whatever it is, quarantine. Wow. And they do contact tracing with everybody else who's not vaccinated, which means Aaron Nola, who was scheduled to start the next day, found they found out the, the Phillies found out two hours before he was supposed to start against the was it the Red Sox? I think it they was still
1: one. Well, it.
0: yeah, but they had to, like all of a sudden their starter showed up as a close contact. And so he's in isolation, plus two more guys. All of this happened because all of those guys were unvaccinated. So not only did they lose a guy who just hit a home run for them, but they lost their starting pitcher for the next day and two other guys, which if they had been vaccinated, if any of them had been vaccinated, this would not have shown up. If Alec Baum had been vaccinated, they never would have done the contact tracing because they wouldn't have known because he was asymptomatic. Wow. Right? So this is harming the entire freaking Team. That sucks. Joe Girardi, number one, says, uh, he was asked, so do you think this is like a teaching moment, like other guys will get mm-hmm. vaccinated? He's like, no, I don't think it will. He's uh, pretty sure that like no matter what they've done, they've reached their plateau. Other guys aren't going to get vaccinated. Wow, and then said, crazy. And then said this, sometimes you have to lose players that don't necessarily have it. And that's the frustrating part. That's the frustrating part? No, Joe. <laughs> No, Joe, the frustrating part is your guys are freaking idiots and aren't only thinking about themselves and aren't even thinking. Right. And they're choosing to get vaccinated, and it's putting your whole freaking team in peril. You thought I wasn't going to have a rant today. And every other team that you play, damn it. And so, yeah, so I, I... I don't know for sure, but I would guess that any unvaccinated Red Sox would probably have to go through contact tracing or testing. I don't know where they are. I think they're they've they probably have. I, I don't yeah, know. I don't either. I'm just gonna hope that they're okay because We would have known by now. We would have shape. known by now. They would have done it right away. So yeah. um yeah, but so Alec, I'm ticked at you. I had such high hopes for you and, and your bat and, and your q can I say q sure you can say q actually
1: yeah. yeah Alec Bohm has great q that would be quality hair above replacement thank you Ollie for our stat and Alex Bohm as well as and I cut this out <laughs> theoretically but the Phillies have great qhar there are several Phillies members who have long flowing blonde hair above above other teams i would
0: and say and usually it's not the blondes that we pick yeah. so like so i'm just going to jump right in and say bobby bradley who um is fairly new to cleveland who um my kid and i saw um for his like second call up um against the Orioles and he's hitting walk off home runs he's great and it's i just the Q-har. i just and i didn't know that until i saw him like lose his batting helmet and then so he's got like this this really great fade and then he's got like the dyed blonde on top and it's like a this whole the whole two tone situation his facial hair might need a little tuning up but um i think it's the har. i think he's doing all right cuz the har. well i thought it was pretty cool that the phillies are sort of
1: upstaging Bryce Harper you know, because Bryce Harper was known for the q har when he was, I mean, the, the hair flip and stuff like that. Not looking so q lately, but Alex Bohm, Travis Jankowski, and... Luke Williams, all just check them out. Check them out.
0: See, I think Harper is like the use of hair. It's not the way the hair looks. I think it's how he uses it that's quality.
1: Well, that's actually there was something on Twitter where I was like Q with product and Q without product. Like we've uh, got to have like sub
0: sure. categories sure. of the Q right.
1: at this point. But talking about pitching, what the fuck? So as I, as we had said before, we pick a flock of pitchers for our fantasy league. I'd pick the Padres, which of course was looking spectacular for pitching, had been spectacular, but three three of my starters are now on the IL. That would be Blake Snell, Dimelson Lamette, who who started off on the aisle, and I had high hopes of him coming back, and he's back on, and you, Darvish,
0: plus Pomerantz. Can I just say, where, where have you been? I'm playing a tiny violin. I've been complaining yeah. about this with my <laughs> no, Cleveland right. flock of pitchers for frickin' weeks, yeah. because all my guys are down. All my guys are down.
1: So I I have one thing to say about if you have problems pitching, there is a solution. Tell me. Our friend Sonny Gray of the Reds says, if your pitching is not up to par, and maybe these guys should have tried this before going on the I.L., you need to get naked get naked pitchers. So Sonny Gray of the Reds had four very stressful innings against the Royals. And here is his quote. He said, I came into the clubhouse and I got completely naked. And I changed everything that I was wearing except for my cleats, of course. I tried to cool off. I changed my jersey. My, so here he goes like listing it. My jersey, my pants, my underwear, and my socks. I guess that's all I was wearing. So I'm glad that we got the itemized list of what Sonny Gray was wearing at the time. And it worked. He did reset and no more hits. He He recorded the next 10 outs, including five Ks. And the Reds came back to win five to two. So the moral of this story, pitchers, is if you are struggling, get naked.
0: Potty mouth knows these things. Listen to Potty Mouth. <laughs> right. Hey, so um, we had the futures game yesterday, I watched mm, half of it because my guys were on early. But I really had fun watching that. It, half.
1: Yeah, super, super cool. And I, I think I watched a teeny bit more than half because then we took off for our local wooden bat league. But the the you know. Oh me too. Yeah, there we go. It was, <laughs> and then that was oh, that was a crushing defeat, but. For the Futures game, actually, the the National League was just, like, for a while, having a little bit of batting practice there. It was one home run after another. But on the American League side, the Yankees hitting coach Rachel Balkovich uh, is the first female to be coaching in the the Futures game. So, And that's 22 years of the All-Star Futures game. And she was one of eight
0: American League coaches. Don't blame her for the defeat. Yeah, she was the batting coach, and she also coached first base, which actually was a little scary at one moment because my um, my my Mariners boyfriend Jared Kelnick, who was in the Futures Game, because he got sent back down. So I don't think he was excited about being in the Futures Game because he could have been. You should have been in the show. Right, right. Hit a foul ball that. Nailed Rachel in the leg, and he had his hands on his head, like "Oh my god, what have I done?" And she just looked at him and shrugged, like "Ah, it's fine." Right? She barely flinched. Later, she, like, she said, "Well, I kind of blacked out. It hurt later." Oh, really? But, but like you know, for the TV camera, it just caught her kind of like flinching, like, not flinching, but like just shrugging, like "Yeah, all right, keep going." And everyone's like, "Holy crap!" Because he hits the ball pretty hard and then they took him out of the game like he only had the one at bat. like what the hell oh yeah i guess they don't like him hitting the coaches i don't know know if that's why they took him out (laughs) but they figured they're calling him up any day now he doesn't need this game Yeah,
1: i didn't realize that in it was actually the last futures game which was in 2019 they switched from u.s world to al nl God, that makes
0: so much more sense
1: it does it really does. I don't, I mean, I can see arguments both ways. Like, it's kind of nice for international players to have that bonding moment. But there were a couple <laughs> issues with, you know, Puerto Rico, which is actually part of the United States, players playing on the world. And then there's the, the divisiveness. And then there's the parallel what's actually happening. You know, these guys are the future All-Stars, theoretically, so they should be paralleling the future All-Star game
0: yeah I like the ale. and now now um a guy that would have been on the world team had they done that um Jose barrero was that did, yeah. that, did that anywhere Very good um, hit the first home run in the game and I just wanted to mention him because his Q heart is <laughs> he's got good game he's got good q heart game. he's got like these curly locks man he had it kind of tied back and it was like, all right. You, you are, you're doing all right. And, I'm um, Andrew Jones, so, um, services interpreter. Right. And that was pretty cool. But he was, you know, thanking God and happy to be there and shaking that QHAR. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you, I will watch. You have got some game, buddy. Shake that QHAR. Yeah. Also, um, Shane Baz of the Rays. I mean, I think, I think he's like going to be the next Disney prince. He, <laughs> beca- you know, so, uh, so um yeah American League pitching did did okay cuz the National League couldn't do really Squat. So, um, oh, wait. No, yeah. The National League was the one that didn't score at all, right? No, no, no. No, no other other way over. around.
1: National I, League took off. National yeah, League right, had, That's like, right.
0: That's right. That's right. I was, I was hoping I for… I didn't see
1: the final score, but when I left, they, they, it was, like, 8 nine. Yeah. Nothing. They
0: scored, like, the AL scored, like, three runs. So, I was kind of watching my guy, Adley Rutschman, who… All thing thing he did was walk. But that's okay. He played some good, good catching. But, yeah. So, um, for the fact that an American League pitcher managed to do a 1-2-3 inning… And he looked great. It was a very quick inning. So um, keep an eye on um, Shane Baz because, you know, the Rays, man, I mean, you know, pitching's a thing. (laughs) There you go. He was good. He was fun to watch. All right.
1: I'm going to move over to the international um,
0: rundown. Speaking of the world teams. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Speaking of, you know, and and actually my, my little bit of like awe for the world is seeing David Ortiz there for the world. But yeah. All right, when he was managing. Um so CPBL for you all this is this is the The name is Chinese Professional Baseball League, but it is the Taiwanese league if you have not been listening to us because I talk about them a lot because they're so much fun. And they were our baseball uh, lifesaver last season when we did not have baseball, but Taiwan knew how to manage the plague and they did have baseball. So that's when I first became enamored. But unfortunately, recently, they have not been getting the vaccines like we have and they had a flare up of COVID. So CPBL had been on hiatus for several weeks at this point. But if you're listening to us on t- on tomorrow, tomorrow, on tomorrow. When <laughs> it, that, that would be July Jimmy 13th when this, uh, when this episode drops. CPBL started this morning. Woo! Which is super exciting, and I am a Lions fan forever, and we will have played the monkeys, so I'm going to be getting up at the crack of dawn to see the Lions play the monkeys yet again. The sad thing for me, though, is Steady, that would be Teddy Stankiewicz, is not going to be playing for the Lions for the rest of the season. He left for Mexico. He's not only going to be playing on the Mexican Olympic team, which I'll go into a little bit more in a moment, but he's also playing in the the Mexican league. Apparently... He has a Mexican mother. Stankiewicz does not ring Mexican to me. Yeah,
0: that was not an obvious choice. Right. Not an obvious choice.
1: I was a little bit surprised about Steady's move, but I am hopeful that the remaining pictures of Tim Tim Melville and uh, Brock Dykeshorn and... uh, Oh, the guy, Felix Dubrant from former Red Sox, hopefully can hold down the fort, and I'm excited to be watching Taiwanese baseball. There are other Taiwanese baseball fans apparently in New York, the land where my child lives, so I can't trash it any longer. The Mets are having their 16th annual Taiwan Heritage Day, and my child, who despite the fact that I've brought them to baseball games since birth, literally, like as a baby, not a huge baseball fan, but they said that they would go for me if I want on Taiwan Heritage Night because... The first one thousand or two thousand, depending on where you read this information from, tickets bought under mets.com slash Taiwan will get a really cool ass jersey that has like a little Taiwan thing on the sleeve, and I could get it if I sponsor my kid going yeah. to this game, plus a friend, of course.
0: So I that, don't know that's some, some love right there for for your child to to go to a, a professional baseball game. Yep just well i guess they figured that gift giving is going to be covered for
1: right a while that's right. yeah well and also what i found out last night is they're playing the nats <gasps> so my kid was actually like, "Oh, cool!" So really? and maybe they'll bring their scorebook that your kid got them. So wow, that's pretty exciting. That would be pretty cool. So it's it's very unclear about why the Mets and apparently I don't think anybody else has a Taiwan Heritage Night. Our friend Rob from CPBL Stats said that Fub- the Fubon Guardians Hu Ching Lung played for the Mets. And there might be somebody Taiwanese in the Mets front office, but that's all I got for you.
0: Hey, um, did we... Or did we not just have brunch with a, one of our our That's favorite connections right. to the CPBL just yesterday?
1: I should have put, I meant to put that in the intro. Hey, Daniel Shi. So our friend Daniel Shee, who runs CPBL English Language Twitter and who we had on this show at the beginning of the whole when we had no baseball and CPBL was coming up and he taught us all about CPBL and we got to see him Live and in person over a few mimosas and a Indeed. lot of coffee.
0: Indeed, it was really nice. It was fun to hang out with you, Daniel. And um, yeah, hooray! Thanks for coming to visit us.
1: Another guy who actually we got on the podcast at, at that time when there was no baseball happening here during the the plague and baseball happening elsewhere was Jiho Yu for the KBO for the Korean Baseball Organization. And you know, it's it's this is actually super sad when you think about it now. They're also having COVID issues. So they've had, they're starting, and this could be worse by the time that this drops tomorrow, games being canceled due to positive COVID tests by players and staff. Two of the NC Dinos, which was my forever team, tested positive on Friday. I think one of them was a player. And a couple of on Bears on Saturday. So those games get canceled. And then, of course, they backtrack to who the last team they had played. And their games get canceled. And I'm really hoping this doesn't go wildfire in the KBO. Yeah. But, you know, there might be more stuff canceled. Somehow... I'm gonna believe it when it happens
0: that the Olympics are happening in Japan because they are also in this same boat. Yeah, so that they've canceled all the um, the fans in the stands for yeah. all the Olympic That's events. Crazy! All the Olympic events, so everyone is like playing to an empty house, just like uh, cardboard cutout time wow. for baseball. For the Olympics. For the freaking Olympics. And, you know, yeah, you almost wonder, should they just cancel the whole thing? Or, I Oof. mean, it's not as easy to pick up and move as the All-Star Game was. And that wasn't all that easy. But it was sure it was only just one venue as opposed to all of the Olympic venues.
1: I am a little nervous. I mean, July 28th is the start date, at least for the baseball part of the Olympics, which we've been waiting for because baseball hasn't been in for a while And uh, Blake and I talked about a bunch of the teams last week. I just wanted to give a little bit more rundown of Team Mexico, which I might be, like, officially backing at this point. Because Team USA, not so exciting. Team Israel, lots of fun to think about. But Team Mexico has two former national players. Denny Espinosa. Espinosa. Which I totally remember chanting. And Sammy Solis. Um, and then from the CP bail, not only Teddy Stankowitz but Manny Banuelos, who was on the Guardians. And if somebody last season had said that Teddy and Manny are going to be playing on the same team, I would not have guessed Team Mexico. Adrian Gonzalez, one of my favorite former Red Sox-turned-Dodgers-turned-Padres, who's all of a a spry, 39 years old, and has been playing in the (laughs) Mexican League, is going to be playing. And I I adore Adrian Gonzalez. I'd love to see him. And talking about former Red Sox, Hector Velasquez, who was on the Red Sox uh, World Series team from 2018. He was actually on for three years, 17 through 19 and uh, most recently is in the Astros minor league system. So Velasquez is going to be pitching. I don't
0: know. Team Mexico. I say, yay. Ole. Ole. <laughs> we say a big old ole. Thank you, Team Mexico. Hey, um, so... If you were watching the Nats play the Giants and you were a Giants fan, you were pretty happy. If you were a Nats fan, you were weeping. Um, I didn't watch, but I wept every time my phone notifications went off, except for this one thing that happened. Um, The Nats pitcher, Joe Ross... His dad, Willie, lives in the Bay Area and so goes to see Nats games whenever they're in town. Um, Joe's brother plays for the Rangers, so there's some other games that that, um, Willie and um, Mrs. Ross, whose name I didn't catch because she's not really part of the story, um, (laughs) go to see what happened at this particular game. Joe Ross wasn't even pitching, but his dad was there in his Nats cap because he's a good dude there in Oracle Park in San Francisco and noticed... um, a. So a woman in distress. The next section over, oh. and he is trained for this because he is a pediatrician who is also trained in ER medicine. Wow! And he um, went over to her to offer um, some assistance, and it turned out because he asked the right questions because he's a doctor. Can you talk? And she could not talk. So he performed the Heimlich multiple times and three different chunks of food. Came flying out at three different. He kept he kept like doing the Heimlich. And can you talk still? No. Doing the Heimlich. Can he you talk? So he saved this woman's life. Wow. Um, he got a standing ovation from the people oh, nice. nearby. Turns out this woman was so embarrassed because she's a retired nurse. So, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that doesn't mean you're going to, like, eat eat your stadium dog any different, I guess. But um, he just, you know, sort of waved it off. Like, you know, please don't call me a hero. I just did what I do. I'm trained for this. And he even said, like, in the grand scheme of things, this was nowhere near, like, the worst he's seen. But he was just there and happy to help. And I'm glad he did. So thank you, Joe Ross's dad, Willie, for doing what you did. Because that's <laughs> awesome. And, you know, it was, like, the one nice thing that the Nats did while in San Francisco. Oof, hey, we need to go to um, Lake Elsinore, the storm, which is in the um, the, the Padres uh, system. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're having a rated R night.
1: Oh, I am all June there. June 15th. Okay, tell June, me.
0: Wait, wait, June? How did ju- uh, that happen? Ju- July. I'm sorry. July. I did that wrong. July 15th. Um, That's soon. It's, like, it? it's this week. And um, so, Mouth, here's your quick quiz. What things um, would get you an R rating if you were a movie?
1: Uh, violence,
0: language, nudity. Okay. Which so, which one of those is happening? Well, okay, so they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be, you know, kind of an adult evening and this and that, but they said, um, no swearing. So I'm like, okay, so I crossed Wait, that what? off the list. They don't want, they're not going not gonna to have any vulgar language. I think they're going to be racy but not swearing, so that can't be a thing you can do there. And they said no nudity would be allowed, so... So oh, yikes! But they didn't say anything about violence. So that's now I'm scary. really worried that it's going to be this like super violent fan base. Right? Because that's the only thing left to them. Because the um, the storm has taken away um, nudity and language, which we are more pro. I think as far as Rated R, then we are violence, but there you have it. So if you go to, so if anybody goes to see the storm uh, on Rated R night, please report back to the class because I want to see what actually happens there. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know our friends Hell's Bells are big
1: Lake Elsinore people. So Bullpen Babe and Liddy, if you guys have any uh, any inside info on this, please, please let us know. just
0: seems like our bag, except for, you know, we would root for the language and the and the um and the nudity
1: language and nudity over violence any anytime day. Yep. absolutely any day yep there's no good segue
0: here no nope. really uh, <laughs> <laughs> to anything to right. anything at all right so we're just gonna stop <laughs> right. no 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 we're not
1: I'm, I'm gonna just pause and then move over to women in baseball week because that has nothing to do with any of the above but it's happening soon and we will be celebrating it it's the last week of july i believe and there will be a link with details. But the cool thing is the International Women's Baseball Center is taking recordings. So if you are a woman who likes baseball or has played baseball, or if you you know have a close connection to a woman in baseball, you can record a video of yourself about why women in baseball is important. There will be information in our show notes, so check it out. I think we are probably going to have to Send something in. We
0: absolutely are. We absolutely are. So we're going to start working on that. Yeah.
1: If anybody has any suggestions, let us know. If you want to let us know about wardrobe or anything like that. Yeah.
0: Language, nudity, violence, (laughs) any of those things. Any of those things. I think we're not going to have a rated R video because this is too important Mm, for that. No.
1: Well, I, you know, the language is not tough. Not tough to get.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We just can't stop it. We can't. Hey, what are you doing this week? Are you going to a place where people swear?
1: I... Am or I might be, you know, it was actually funny at the T Bolts last night. The guy behind us noticed that I had a Red Sox scrunchie and said, It's asked something about my language, like you know. Not 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 having to worry about the the way I express myself because of my background. Yeah. And this this my was this background. was
0: a, a parent to a right. a very small child, <laughs> which I was hoping to watch out for. But apparently, apparently, if her dad is a Red Sox fan, the kid's already heard worse, so it's fine. There you go. So I'm gonna go
1: even even uh, like to the fundamentals of that, and I'm going to go to it's my all about the first fundamentals. play it the right way. I'm going to go to my first Woo Sox game, and for a lot of people this 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 season, it will be your first Woo Sox game because the Woo Sox are a new thing this year. They used to be the Paw Sox, the Triple A Pawtucket Red Sox, but now they're in Worcester, so they're Woo Sox. And, and you're pro
0: Woo. You I love am Woo.
1: So pro Woo. I am excited about the Woo. I need some Woo merch. But Mr. Pottymouth and I are taking a quick trip back to Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Area and we're checking out the Woo Sox on Thursday. I had my hopes high that we might be able to see Chris Sale's um, practice situation. There's a little rehab but, visit that, yeah, yeah. But apparently he's doing some Florida thing before he goes to the Woo Sox. And damn it, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna still like maybe they're lying to me. Maybe he'll show up in Worcester on
0: Thursday. One can hope. Yeah, one can woo. Yeah. So I've got like some All Star stuff I might want to watch this week, mm-hmm. and then I have the opportunity to watch an enormous amount of T-Bolts this week. We'll see what happens. It's also oh, going nice. to be hot, possibly stormy. So we'll see. We'll see what wins out. Um, I just want to say hooray for um, um, the, the T-Bolt that we host at our house, JP oh, cool. Nolan, who made the um, the all-star team for the league. Right. And they get to play against Team Israel in Aberdeen. So that's going to be quite a thing. And sure enough, my kid wants to go, but we have Nats tickets. So I think we don't get to go see um, the... we could. I mean, we could negotiate that. We can talk right. Mr. Pinemouth, because right. I know he's swapping out other tickets so that we can go to a game with Blake in All right. August. So, yeah, All right. So, we so we'll to, see be, what to, happens. to be determined. So but, there might be some like pretty fascinating baseball in our right. near future that may or may not involve any actual major league teams, and I am okay with that. Hey, if you're going to interesting baseball, good on ya. If you're not um, and you want to listen to some back episodes of No Crying in Baseball, we are pro that in addition to being pro woo. So please feel free to do that. And if you have friends who you think would like to hear us talk about baseball, please do let them know about No Crying in Baseball and absolutely Absolutely. Please find us on social media.
1: Hang out with us on Twitter at NCIB podcast, Facebook and Instagram
0: at No Crying in B-Ball. And hey, don't be like Alec Boehm. Get your damn vaccination (laughs) or your whole team may suffer. Get your vaccination, wear your mask when you're in crowds, please. Keep your distance when you need to. Fight the man at all times. And until next week, say goodnight, potty mouth. Goodnight, potty mouth. If only we had There's more beer. There's no, nothing baseball related on my koozie. What the hell? Oh, that is. Don't a you love me
1: anymore? I am really sorry. Yeah. I totally fucked mm-hmm. up. I should have given you. Wait, let's swap.